There is no doubt that we are living in the end times. And I feel like God has made it my mission to get out what the truth really is here in the end times. And I feel like, especially recently, it's so important that we share this news and information with people so we can get more people to Christ because the times we're in is so, so, so important that you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. My name is Kyle, and this is the End Times Podcast. Alrighty, everybody, I hope you guys are doing well, and I welcome you back to another episode of the podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed the last episode. We talked about putting on the full, full armor of God and how important it is, as well as I had dad on my dad on the show. Um, we talked about end time events, uh, what got him so interested in the end times, and uh, many other things. Uh, we just really sat down and had a good, good episode. Um, but today's episode is going to be great. Um, I don't have a topic um, as to, you know, it's not a sermon episode, basically. It's just something that I feel like God has really put on my heart. I guess we can call this a, a thinking out loud episode if you guys go and watch uh, TOL End Times or um, watch uh, Generation uh, 2434 on YouTube. They uh, kind of do this really thinking out loud um, uh, uh, live streams on YouTube. And today I thought I would do that. Um, I hope everybody's doing well, though. Um, I'm doing pretty great. It's almost Christmas time, although it doesn't feel like it's Christmas. Um, just really excited uh, to, to, to sit down and finally talk with y'all. Like I said, God has really, really put this on my heart. And um, today we are going to be going through um, the book of Daniel. Well, we're not going through the book of Daniel. We're actually going to go to a specific spot, and that is Daniel 9. Um, and a specific spot in Daniel 9. And we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, but he he really put that on my heart. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, one night I was, you know, tossing and turning in bed. And I was just like, man, I I don't know why, but it's really, really, really he keeps putting this on my mind. So I, I grabbed my phone. I went on you version and I put in uh, Daniel nine and I, and I read the whole page of Daniel nine um, from top to bottom. But the, there's one part that really stuck out and that's what uh, I'm going to be talking about today. Um, but there, there, there's some things I would like to talk about beforehand. That's kind of relevant to the portion of scripture that I'm going to be um, reading to y'all here in a little bit. But um, like I said, there's a lot of things going on in this crazy world. Um, one of those things is we're seeing a, a lot of flare-ups over in the Middle East. Russia is getting closer to, I want to say it's Ukraine. I think that's where they're getting close to. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> but I did want to say um, the push for a one-world currency is is just insane. We're, we're all looking. We all know that... This is what they want. They want a one world currency. Um, they want a one world religion. They want a one world total government. And they're not hiding it whatsoever. I mean, this this is what they want. This is what their their goal is. And this is just what they want. Um, but, you know, as we're talking about the end times, I find it very interesting. I don't know if y'all are the same way. I don't know how many of y'all talk. Uh, to people about end time events, but I've been talking to a lot of people recently 
about the end times. I mean, there was this guy at work when I first started getting into end times, we started talking about it and he's like, yeah, I've been, I've been getting, I've been hearing things here and there and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, this other guy I was talking to, he was like, yeah, I'm not really religious, but you know, I've been starting to, you know, I've been talking to this guy at my church or at my rehab group. And he's, he's been putting things out from the Bible and from scripture and, and relating them to like what's going on in the world. And he's like, there's no coincidence. And I told him there is no coincidence about it, period. There's, there's no coincidence about it at all. And for me, all of this is happening the way God said it would happen. And, you know, I had talked to this girl, um, I was listening to, I was doing an overnight at work and my, my AirPods were dying. So I just wanted to listen to it out loud. It was a sermon by uh, Jack Hibbs. He was talking about the antichrist. And I was, I was eating my food. I was on break and she was on break as well. And she was just laying down and she had turned off whatever she was watching. And she was just laying there in the chairs. Like she, she put a whole bunch of chairs together so she could lay down. And so I, I had turned it off because somebody had sent me a message on my phone, what have you. And she, she sat up and she said, that was very interesting. And I said, what, what was interesting about it to you? And she goes, well, she said, she, she said that he mentioned something about the antichrist and all this other stuff. And I said, well, what do you think about that? And she goes, I really don't know what to think. And I said, well, do you think, what do you think we're living in the end times? And then she said, I don't know. And I said, well, I think I do. And we had this just, you know, this long conversation about it. And not too long later, um, I had a conversation with another guy at work I used to play uh, baseball with. And um, he said, my, he, he, we, I had mentioned that I wanted to be a pastor. And he had come into work the next day and he was like, I, I still think that's so awesome that you that you want to be a pastor. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, just looking around and seeing everything going on in the world, it, it really it really struck a, um, a really hard string on me. And, and I, it just made it feel like that's what God has called me to do. It's to be a pastor and share the word um, with people and, and to get people to Jesus. And it's not about money. It's not about any of that. It's not about glory. It's a, it's about getting people to Jesus is, is the main goal behind all of this. And um, and so he, he said, so my mom's been saying stuff about the rapture and all this stuff. Like, do you, th- do you believe in that? And I was like, oh, heck yeah, I do. I believe it can happen at any second. He goes, are you serious? And I was like, oh yeah. I mean, the rapture is imminent. I mean, it can just like that. And we're going to talk about that later. Um, the rapture is imminent guys. And that's what I told him. And then he, he says, so what do you think about COVID? <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all what I think about COVID right now. I think about, I think COVID is <clears throat> is a man-made disease for one intention and one intention only, and that is to control the population. Now, how do we get there? How do they? How are they controlling the population? <clears throat> well, they're smart with it. I want you all to think about the flu. When we got the flu, right? The flu's always been around, but we made these viruses, or not, sorry. We made these shots, these vaccines for the flu. Well, when you have a vaccine... All diseases are going to mutate off of that vaccine because they're, they're going to find a way to keep producing and reproducing, and and, and and it's a virus. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to keep to keep reproducing. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so just like that, when you have new vaccines, you're going to have new variants of diseases, and it's the same thing with COVID. We got these vaccines, so-called vaccines. And when you have that, there's going to be new variants because there's quote unquote new antibodies. I listen, 
there's been studies about these vaccines, and I, this is heavy to hear. But they put the they put the vaccine what they're putting in these vaccines under a microscope, and the scientists are saying whatever's in these vaccines can kill you, and it can take up to two years to kill you. And in my eyes, I'm looking at this <coughs> vaccine. And and if you think about it, all these people that are that have taken it, that are non-believers, that are gonna be here during the tribulation, think about it, in two years, that'll almost be the three three year mark, three and a half year mark. And that's whenever the Antichrist is gonna set himself up in the temple, somewhere around the three and a half year mark, declare himself to be God. And he's going to want everybody to receive his mark. And there's going to be people dying from this vaccine within two years, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's going to, maybe that mark's going to help them save their lives or whatever. I don't know. But all we know is that people are going to be jumping in line to take this thing, guys. They're going to be jumping in line to take this vaccine. And not, ju- not just COVID, guys. You've got. All these people, these globalists talking about climate change and 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 it's all our fault and we have to come together to save the environment and the world. Listen, I'm gonna there's an excerpt that I want to read to y'all and and ever since I heard this, I thought it was very interesting and I and I and I shared it with my parents, I shared it with my family. It's quite a long excerpt. <coughs> Excuse me. And um And I'm going to read this to y'all. It's an excerpt um, from James, uh, well, from Prince Charles um, in the COP26. I'm sure many of y'all have heard this. If y'all are interested in in these kind of topics, y'all have seen it on videos. Or if y'all watch J.D. Farag, as I do, you'll see it on his his videos as well. But I'm going to read this to y'all because I thought this was very, very, very interesting. It's an excerpt from J.D. Farag's um, sermon a couple weeks ago when he had mentioned this. Um, but I'm going to read the the script or the, the uh, telescript. What is it called? The transcript. There we go. From, uh, from, the, from the sermon that day. <clears throat> now look. Now one need look no further than the recent COP26 climate summit in Glasnow, as they call it, and one speech in particular given by, pictured here, Prince Charles, by the way, is chummy with one Klaus Schwab. In fact, if you want to, you can go to the Great Reset website, the World Economic Forum website, and there he is saying exactly the same thing that Klaus Schwab is saying. Well, this is the speech that he gave, basically sums up all three, COVID, climate, and commerce. And it seemingly described, describes Daniel's prophecy to a T. Would you like, would you let me quote from the transcript? Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, quoting, The COVID-19 pandemic has shown us 
just how devastating a global crisis border threat can be. The uh, climate change is a oh man, hold on guys. Climate change is the climate change and biodiversity loss are no different. In fact, they pose an even greater existential threat to the extent that we have to put ourselves on what might be called a warlike footing. Having myself had the opportunity of consulting many of you over these past 18 months, I know you all carry a heavy burden on your shoulders, and you do not need me to tell you that the eyes and hopes of the world are upon you to act. With all dispatch and decisively, because time has quite literally run out, I agree, by the way, with that last part, we know what we must do. With a growing, with a growing global population, a growing global population, ever increasing demand on the, on the planet's finite resources, we have to reduce emissions urgently and take action to tackle the carbon already in the atmosphere, including from coal-fired power stations. After billions of years of evolution, nature is our best teacher. In this regard, restoring natural capital, accelerating nature-based solutions, and leveraging the circular bio economy will be the vital will be vital to our efforts <clears throat> as we tackle this crisis our efforts cannot be a series of independent initiatives running in parallel the scale and scope of the threat we face call for a global systems level solution this is translated we need to come together on this one globally. So, ladies and gentlemen, my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take action, to take the action that is required. We will know, we know this will take trillions with a T, not billions with a B of dollars. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by the growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. No need to fear. We are here to save the day. And then he says this. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to march the strength of the global private sector with trillions at his disposal for far beyond global GDP. Hold up. I'm going to go back. Trillions at his disposal. Who's his? Who's his? You just got done saying we need to come together, divided into sectors, regions, so he... Has trillions at his disposal? Who's his? It's the Antichrist. His disposal. Because it's far beyond global GDP. And every 
and, and with the greatest respect even beyond the governments of the world's leaders. This whole reset is, re- I'm still quoting um, <clears throat> Mr. Charles here, this whole reset is a reimagining, rebuilding, re- uh, resurrecting, or resectioning the entire globe into 10, I'm guys, I'm going to stop here, 10 regions. 10 regions. What do we know in Bible prophecy? 10 regions. Well, in the book of Daniel, there's 10 toes on that statue of that idol, the statue that they wanted built. (coughs) In the book of Revelation, there's 10 horns. What do the 10 horns represent? The 10 kingdoms. I'm glad he didn't say 9 or 11 or 12 or 4 or 6. He says 10. Why do I bring this up? Why do I bring this up, guys? I, I'm not. I'm done quoting Mr. Uh, Farag there. Why do I bring his speech up? I bring it up because of this. <coughs> it seems to be that in where we are today... When we look at a speech like this, you know, you, you'll have people saying, oh, no, no, it was just a slip up. No. He was reading off of a paper. He, he knew what he was saying. I don't think we have 30 years or 50 years. It's imminent. All of this is imminent. The return of Jesus Christ is imminent. When he comes for his church and raptures us, that can happen at any second. And when we are seeing the 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 world being set up for what is in the tribulation. Then we know it's near. When we know we're hearing the we're hearing Prince Charles say his trillions at his disposal for him, for he guys. And we know that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is raptured. There you go. We are so close. <clears throat> which is why I'm going to I'm going to stop the recording here and then I'm going to pick back up here in a second. All right, sorry everybody. I just wanted to make sure I had enough time here um because the last segment I was running a little too long. So we're going to go over to I'm going to bring up Daniel 9 here. And I ask that you, um, ask that y'all are in the, uh, the, the new, uh, hold on, the new living, uh, translation. <clears throat> and, in uh, it's not the uh, first part of Daniel, which is Daniel's prayer for his people. Uh, if you scroll down, it should be Gabriel's message about the anointed one. 
I'm going to start here at verse 20 of Daniel 9, um, and I want you all to listen. I went on praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, playing, pleading with the, with the Lord my God for Jerusalem, his holy mountain. As I was praying, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the earlier vision, came swiftly to me at the time of the evening sacrifice. He explained to me, Daniel, I have come here to give you insight and understanding. The moment you begin praying, a command was given. <clears throat> and I now and now I am here to tell you what it was, for you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of, of your vision. A period of seventy sets of seven has been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish their rebellion, to put an end to their sin, to atone for their guilt, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to confirm, to confirm the prophetic vision, and to anoint the most holy place. Now listen and understand, seven sets of seven plus sixty-two sets of seven will pass from the time the command is given to rebuild Jerusalem, a ruler, the anointed one, comes. <clears throat> Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and strong defenses, despite the perilous times. After this period of 62 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing, and a ruler will rise, whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. The end will come with a flood, and war is mysteries and decrees, from that time to the very end, the ruler will make a treaty for a, pe for a period of one set of seven, but after half this time, he will put an end to the sacrificing and offerings, and as a climax to all these terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration, until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out onto him. So, <clears throat> I... I I mention this because this is talking about the Antichrist. Because um, we know this because it says this, the ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. Um, but after half this time, so at half of the seven years, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings. As a climax to all these terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration. So, <clears throat> what we know about the seven-year tribulation, the Antichrist, what starts the tribulation is him making this treaty with Israel and a peace treaty to end the war um, and for peace. He will make this treaty and Israel will look to him as a Messiah figure and as to a... Um, <clears throat> as to like the best thing since sliced bread um, kind of thing. And then in the middle <coughs> of this tribulation, he's going to go in the new rebuilt temple and declare himself to be God. And that's when Jerusalem and Israel and the Jews will realize that this man is not the Messiah. And they will run. And they will flee. And that is when 
you will see the mark of the beast and him demanding that he be worshipped and demanding that all of this happen <clears throat> and that he is he he will demand a lot of things and he will try and get away with it but we know at the end of the tribulation he will not get away with it <clears throat> and that man i believe is alive right now behind the scenes of everything going on right now but we as believers of Christ will not know who this man is because we will be raptured before this man is revealed <clears throat> and y'all might ask me Kyle why do you feel that we are so close how can it not be years from now I'll tell you why because the technology that we have right now is the exact same technology that we see described in the book of Revelation. <clears throat> this technology that we that is Revelation 13 worthy <clears throat> is this social credit score. Do y'all know what a social credit score is? If y'all live in China, you do. <clears throat> See, if you go into a grocery store and your social credit score is not high enough, you cannot buy groceries. If you are not compliant with the government, your social credit score will drop. If you did not get the vaccine, if you did not say anything good about the government and you're posting something on social media that they didn't like boom social credit social social credit score drops but if you're all for the government if you're all for the vaccine and all these other things you're fine your social credit score your social credit score is up there <clears throat> and that's what they want they want a social credit score, all digital, on you all the time. And that's why you're seeing a lot of companies wanting to implement microchips. They, they don't want it on your phone anymore. They want it in you. They want, they want to know, they want to get your data. They want all of it. They want everything. They want they want your they want to know what your blood rate is or your blood pressure is. They want to know your heart rate. They want to know they want to know what you're doing. They want to know what you spend your money on. They want to know who you talk to. They want to know where you live. They want to know where your house is. They want to know what room in your house you're in or what chair you're sitting in in that room in your house. They want to know it all. <coughs> And so, this technology is the technology that the Antichrist will use and will implement in the seven-year tribulation. See, if it is, if this won't, if this doesn't happen till later, then the technology will precede what it says in the Book of Revelation. 
which is why I feel we are close. And which is why I feel <clears throat> that I needed to do this episode, even though it's not a full sermon episode. Um, I just feel that um, it's information that needed to be shared. I watched um, Farag's sermon today, um, and it really got me motivated. Like I said, you know, Daniel 9 was on my heart for a while. Um, that second part, at least. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but I've, like I said, I've been talking to a lot of people about this. I've been very motivated about this and really trying to get the word out that we are living in the craziest of times. And we, we as believers shouldn't be scared. We should be ready. We should be looking up because our redemption draws nigh we are we are about to get out of here um we've overstayed our welcome here on this planet i'll i'll put it straight to you that way um i mean it's it's crazy it's crazy and i wake up every day and i and you know i hear the I hear the the things that they're trying to do and the things that they want to do and it's like it's like a movie. But you know what's crazy is that all these movies have programmed us and have prepared us for things like this, for this. And it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Which is why I do sermons like this, or I do podcasts like this. I say this all the time. It's not for money. It's not for glory. It's not for fame. It's not for any of it. It's to get the word out. It's to get the truth out. It's to get people to Jesus. It's not to scare people. It's to to help people get to, to get to this. Most of the people that I've talked about that know something about the rapture, they're scared. Like the guy, the last person I was talking to that said his mom was talking about the rapture, he was, he's like, it's kind of scary, right? And I'm like, no, you shouldn't be scared of it. You shouldn't. If you're a believer in Christ, you should be excited. You should be ready. You should be looking up, man. And, and that's what it's all about. People are so fearful these days. Even the believers sometimes these days are so fearful because they're not hearing the right things, which is why if you don't believe, I really pray you receive Christ into your life because, man, it, it's the seven-year tribulation is is going to be the worst time in human history. And Christ said that. He said it's going to be like a time that no one has ever seen in the history of man. So I pray you come to Christ and you get to know him and you get a relationship with him before it's too late and you're stuck in the tribulation. There was a show <coughs> that um if you guys want to go watch, it's not completely too accurate. It came out, I want to say it was 2016. Um now it's not a complete like, you know, it's Hollywood, you know, it's it's 
It's called uh, Revelation. Revelation: The End of Days. It was a. Uh, it was. A, I think it was a two episode series on um, on the History Channel, and it was very interesting because you know, like they try to. They're try. They were trying to to guess. You know what the Bible meant um, when they when they were talking about the end times, and you know some things are wrong in the show. Like they believe only. They said in the show only the pure christians go up in the rapture no like all the kids were disappearing and they didn't know why and it would turn out it was the rapture guys if you are a believer of christ you're going up in the rapture if you are a follower and a believer of christ and he is your messiah you're going up in the rapture <coughs> i do want to get that out i mean there's some parts in the show where it's just like like he'll he'll say things like he said the antichrist could be a woman no he's a, he's a man and he knows he's a man he's not confused um, <clears throat> but, um, there's a part in the show, which I thought it was very interesting when that, when it was said, um, in the show, there's a pandemic, um, the virus came from a lab and in the show, they had a guy on the news and it was like some kind of expert, like viral expert. And um, sound familiar, viral expert, Dr. Fauci. Um, and he was saying the best thing to do to get away from this virus and to stay safe is to stay home. And I thought that was very interesting because what would they what would they keep saying to us was stay home, stay home. We got on the lockdowns and all this other stuff. So I recommend going back and just watching that show. I mean, it's it's pretty cool, I guess. I mean, I don't think that's what the tribulation is going to look like because, you know, in the show, it's just like what Hollywood thinks it's going to look like. I think it's going to be 10 times worse, um, but they show it in an American point of view and they say they have an the Antichrist is an American. Um, he could be. I mean, I don't know. He could, <clears throat> he could be from a lot of places, but um, he's going to be an Assyrian. That's all I know that. Um, but like I said, guys, we're living in the end times, and whether whether you guys believe in it or not, um, we're, we're, we're so close to the rapture. We're so close to these times, and if we're seeing these events unfold before our eyes, before the, the, the tribulation, how close really are we? Um, <clears throat> and so that's why I ask you guys to please, please, please share these episodes with people. Um, I just feel that it's it's very important to get the word out to as many people as we can because sooner or later we're not going to be here to get the word out anymore. Um, there'll be the two witnesses, and that'll be it. And the church will have to go—not the church, but the tribulation saints will have to go underground so they don't get they don't get seen. But we know in the in the book of Revelation that the tribulation saints will die for their faith; they will be killed. By the Antichrist. <clears throat> and I don't want anybody to have to go through that. I want as many people to go up in the rapture as we can get. So please, please, please confess your sins to Christ. Become a believer of Christ. Um, admit that you are a sinner. Um, believe that Christ is Lord. And that he is your Messiah. And that he died on the cross for your sins. And rose three days later. But most importantly, he's coming back. And that's why we, we, we must confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. I'm going to pray. Um, I haven't really prayed much on this podcast. And I, and I pray that <coughs> I'm going to pray today. 
and um and and hope that uh y'all get blessed by by listening to this and and by the holy spirit heavenly father i thank you for a another day here on planet earth and i i, I thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to share these these uh these testimonies and 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 this and this with with many people father i pray that this reaches people that need to hear it and people that are either struggling with their faith or people that that don't know you yet father i pray that's this is where this goes and father i i know there's there's hard times going on and if anybody's going through a rough time i pray that you bless them and you put your healing hand on them and 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 just allow them to 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 realize that you're in control and that you have your hand on everything father i pray that as we go into this christmas season that that we feel blessed and that we that we are safe as we travel or as we see our loved ones and i pray this in jesus name amen and guys like i said <clears throat> please 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 share this with as many people as possible i can't stress this enough it is not for money it's not for fame and glory it is to get the word out there for for getting people to Jesus and 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 Jesus to people as fast as we can, um, because believe it or not, I mean the 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 hours are are, are the hours coming coming pretty short here. We're, we're running we're running low on time um, to get the word out. So I, I really pray that that this happens and, and we save souls, guys. Um, I, I really 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 hope we do. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to uh, to share this, and if you guys do like it, um, I, I just really hope y'all come back and listen for more. Um, I'm trying to get out the truth about what these guys are doing, what these people are doing, these globalists are doing. They, they want a one world government, and you know it's going to happen. It says it in the Book of Revelation. It's going to happen, and and I just want to get as many people to Christ as I can. All right, guys, love you guys so much. Have a blessed holidays. Have a blessed Christmas, and I'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.